hey hey welcome back to episode number eight. Oh my god of the cake dish podcast i'm telling y'all it's it's flying by we was just on episode one trying to introduce this thing trying to get it popping so welcome back episode eight we almost episode 10 i think for episode 10 i might want to guess or something I don't know what y'all think. Y'all gotta let me know. Y'all gotta hit me up on Instagram, uh, the Cake Dish Podcast, and let me know if I should have a guest for my episode 10. I'm thinking I want a guest, and I think I want it to be a guy. Not no famous guy, honey. You know, we ain't got the budget yet, but I think I need a guy, and we just gonna kick our shit. Maybe have like a little nan nigga podcast. I don't know. We, we gonna see. I'm gonna try to, you know, do it up something nice for episode 10 or whatever. But, any home, welcome back on this lovely ass Thursday. Let me tell you something. This week is just flying by. And I don't know if it was because I was in Atlanta Friday through Monday. And then Tuesday I had to take off. Um, But I don't know. It just... It's flying by, honey, and I am not complaining because, quite frankly, a bitch is tired. Okay, so y'all gotta forgive me if I sound drained or if it's dragging or whatever the case may be, honey. But we we gonna push through um, on this good Thursday. Give y'all a little one-two to listen to at the desk, at the job. Make sure you got your headphones in because y'all know I cuss a lot. I am working on that. That is my 2020 podcast goal i got to get this mouth information i cannot be on the podcast cussing like a sailor we ain't gonna never get these sponsorships and we're gonna never get these views and these listens if my ass do not somehow learn how to watch my mouth another thing i need to learn i'm pretty much done mastered the slowing down and not talking so fast i think i got that in control but I never realized how strong of a Southern Florida accent I have. That shit is wild to me. And now that I've like noticed it, I hate hearing my podcast. I really don't listen to my own podcast. I record it. I listen to it one time and then I let it go. I hate how I sound. I'm from St. Pete, Florida. And child if you from florida then you got a florida accent florida is florida but i just didn't realize how strong it was and see i know what i be saying but it might become an issue for the listeners if they not from here and they don't really catch on to the accent and they don't know what i'm saying so oh child one of them things i got to work on i'm telling you but by episode 100 we we gonna have this shit perfected, okay? Um, I think it was the Joe Budden podcast. I, first of all, I always watch the Joe Budden podcast. I love the Joe Budden podcast. That is the funniest shit to me. They have me rolling every damn Wednesday and Monday. But I remember watching them. I don't know what episode it was, but they was just kind of talking about like how in the beginning when nobody listened to that shit. And they podcast went popping, so that gave me some hope. Like, okay, they shit went popping in the beginning, but now it's like the hottest thing spoken. So we gonna get there by episode of Honey. I promise you, we gonna be there. 
I think my whole little strategy, let me let y'all into how my little brain working. So we're going to go 12 months consistently. We're going to push out these podcasts. I'm going to try to give y'all, like I said, two episodes a week, Tuesday and Thursday, maybe a bonus episode. I'm going to try to get out some guests. I really want to be consistent with podcasts because as long as I'm consistent, the views, the listeners, all that shit going to come. And that's for anybody starting a podcast. That's why I fuck with Joe Budden podcast so heavy because they often talk about that shit like how in the beginning when nobody checking for their ass, nobody checking for their podcast. They just stayed consistent and just really kept at this shit even when they weren't making no money. Passion. That's where your passion come in. I just wrote an article not too long ago about being passionate um, when you stepping into you know, owning your own business or creating a brand or whatever you creating, you have to be passionate about the shit because I'm going to tell you this podcast and my business, my website, get-kate.com. Yeah, that both of them take a lot of patience. And if I wasn't passionate about it, I would have quit both of them first quarter. My website, uh, I've had my clothing website now for like five or six years. Let me tell you something. Retail is not easy. All you girls getting into retail thinking y'all just finna spend a couple thousand on some merchandise, open you a little Instagram boutique, and let that bitch boom off Instagram. Even if you have 50,000 of your own followers, it is hard to get returning customers. I don't care. You got to do things to stand out. You got to make sure it's quality over quantity. Just, oh my God, it's so much. Having a having a retail business is hard as work. And you have to build a customer base. You got to, you got to have immaculate customer service to keep people coming back. It's hard. It has been a challenge and they say businesses fail after the first couple years. I haven't given up on it yet. Um, I I always sweat up and down. I get discouraged. I'm like, I'm closing it down. I'm done with it. But I knew I was passionate about it because I just keep coming back to this shit. I keep coming back to the website. I just keep pumping it out and pumping it out and trying new things. And same with the podcast. I'm enjoying talking to y'all ass. Even if I'm only talking to five or ten of y'all, I really enjoy talking to y'all. It's like a diary. It's therapeutic. It's like my podcast is like my tweets personified. You know what I'm saying? So I'm having a blast. I'm having a ball. So I hope y'all having as much fun as me. But I'm definitely passionate about this. So these, you know, these next 12 months, I really want to put it in overdrive. I really want to incorporate my clothing more into the podcast and we'll get into that a little later but I'm definitely gonna like cross brand the two um in more ways than one so stay tuned for that I just wanted to kind of put it out there because sometimes people you know they they just see other people doing things so they just want to do it with no passion behind it I'm really passionate about this shit that I'm doing um it's not just a lick I'm not doing it for the money I learned a long time ago if you're doing something strictly for the money, you done already failed because your mindset ain't right. You got to do this shit off the strength and off the love. And then the money going to come. 
it's because if you're not passionate about it, it's going to show. You know, you're going to lack in different ways or whatever. And we'll have more of these entrepreneur, young creator conversations later. But I just wanted to, you know, let y'all know that I am working. I didn't just wake up one day and see a bitch with a podcast and think, oh, I want to do that. No. (laughs) I I do think it's fun, though. It's an outlet for me. This shit more for me than this for y'all. I'm just letting y'all into my little brain or whatever, child. So... I guess that's my quick little disclaimer <laughs> for the day or whatever. Take take that uh, how you will. Let's get into, let's see what's current. Um, let's do the sad shit first. I want to get the sad stuff out the way. Let's go ahead and cry together, kumbaya, and move the fuck on. Because this situation had me in tears, bawling, like, distraught. Um, gotta say, rest in peace to cupcake the three-year-old we all have heard about her from birmingham alabama (sighs) jesus cupcake mckinney was missing for 10 days she was kidnapped from a birthday party like we just gotta stop right there you know shit is fucked up when your kids can't even be at a birthday party with other kids you know what I'm saying she this baby was kidnapped from the birthday party missing for 10 days they ultimately found her um in a dumpster and you know the two people that they detained as suspects like early on in the case or whatever was a a nasty looking ass woman and her boyfriend. Now, let me tell you about the boyfriend. The boyfriend, they arrested his ass. And he had a child porn on his phone. So, he in possession of child porn. So, when I seen that and then I seen he was a suspect in the case, like, I kind of put the case down. I didn't want to see no more because you just start putting two and two together and... While you want to keep the faith and, you know, you you just want to pray that the baby was found alive. Once they said that that man had child porn on his phone and he had something to do with her kidnapping, I, I just, I knew. Like, I knew that this shit was not going to be good. I knew it was going to be tragic. And sure enough, um, threw that damn baby in the trash like garbage. I just, one day, not today, because I'm I'm just really not in the mood for that type of conversation. My mental is not there yet. I don't I don't even know if I'll be able to get my thoughts together. But one of the, one of these days, we're gonna have to have a serious, grown ass conversation about pedophilia in the black community. These motherfuckers is out. Predators is out pedophiles is out and it's within the black community we going to have to face that shit at some fucking point one one day we gonna have we gonna have that conversation because this shit exists and this shit is scary and motherfuckers in our own community is preying on black children that look just like them that could be their child so i mm, that's just that's a whole nother conversation 
like I said, I'm not there yet. I've been crying about this baby that I don't even know. And then on the um the same day that Cupcake was found, I believe they found little Cupcake on Tuesday. <sighs> same day, I believe. Either the same day or the following day. Um, I don't know if y'all were following the story about five-year-old Nevaeh Adams from South Carolina. She was actually found in a landfill. Um, a team of volunteers, I guess they were tipped off. I didn't really want to go into the specifics, but they were able to search the landfill and find her body. Now, back in August, her mom was found murdered. And I guess it was the mom's boyfriend who confessed to killing both Nevaeh and her mom. But they're just not finding Nevaeh's body. So she was only five. So we got Cupcake, who's three. Little Nevaeh, who's five. I mean, I just... Mm. I, it's like it's no words when I was reading about it and seeing all the, the social media stuff and the news outlets like all I could do is just cry because I I just I can't imagine this type of shit I just I can't imagine what would make a person kill a baby and then just throw them in the trash I mm, I'm gonna just leave it there um Rest in peace to both of them little girls. I just pray for these families who have to go on with the following days and weeks and months and years with this shit on their hearts, on their minds. I just, it's, it's sickening. And, you know, when I was reading about Nevaeh, um, the mom's boyfriend, I mean... Ladies, y'all just be careful about who you bring around your kids. That's all. I'm not going to preach because at the end of the day, I don't have kids. And I imagine that when you got. Got kids, you're going to have to trust somebody at some point. So just use your best discretion. Just use your best judgment with these niggas that y'all bring around these kids. And even even for men, y'all got to use y'all best judgment when bringing women around your kids. Because I read another story not too long ago. Um, a girl killed her boyfriend, baby, because she was mad. Like, ugh. That, I, uh, yeah, that shit heavy. Like, just, just do your best with these people and if they give you bad vibes cut their ass off it ain't even worth it it's not worth bringing somebody with fucked up energy around your baby because you don't know how that energy gonna manifest so again prayers to them families oh you just gotta exhale and we gonna get off that because you know we don't this ain't no sad ass podcast and i hate that we even have to address that but it's real shit it's you know it's really what's going on so Let's move on to this. Oh, and I feel that fucking heavy-ass Florida accent coming out again, Lord. I am going to go to vocal coach, vocal classes. I got to do something. (laughs) I got to change my accent. I got to change the way I talk some way or another. Because this this is ridiculous. (laughs) It's like, I'm working on a job. But let's talk about this Gucci Mane and Breakfast Club beef, honey. This shit is... 
Okay. It's funny, but it's not funny. So, who do y'all think is right or wrong? I really don't know. <laughs> like, okay, so just a little, you know, backstory. Gucci did the interview in the Breakfast Club. I think it was like this year or last year. I really can't even remember. Gucci did the Breakfast Club interview. Um, called out Angela Yee, said, yeah, you tried to hook up with me. You was trying to come back to my hotel room back in the day. I curved you. Angela denied it. Her and Gucci had a little back and forth on air. It was kind of funny. I thought it was put to rest back then because that interview was a minute ago. Fast forward to recently, child. Um, you know, Gucci doing his whole press run for his album. And I talked about this a little bit last podcast. But anyway, Gucci doing his press run for the album. Uh, guess he was going to go to the Breakfast Club. The interview was denied. And I guess that's what led Gucci to believe that he was banned from the Breakfast Club. Long story, less long. Gucci posted that he was banned and actually posted an old video of a, a very old interview that Angela Yee did on like an older talk show that she had years ago. I guess like before the Breakfast Club or when the Breakfast Club first started. But she was making like little sexual advances toward Gucci. It was like a little flirty shit. She, you know, she said something about being Asian and having good pussy, something like that. So, you know, Gucci kind of came with his receipts like, you did try to get with me. Oh, Lord have mercy. So then on The Breakfast Club, maybe a day later, DJ Envy and Angela Yee had this whole little fake people's court segment where Angela Yee allegedly came with her receipts. And um, this shit was really funny at first this one this one shit got messy and this one i kind of had to side with gucci a little bit so during that people's court segment and i remember it actually because i listened to it they played an old clip of when yo Gotti came up to the breakfast club yo Gotti said that while him and gucci was still friends he was messing with Keisha K.O.R., who Gucci Mane is married to. So, I don't really feel like that was necessary. I feel like the the issue is between Angela and Gucci Mane. So, why would you play a clip of someone saying that they slept with Gucci Mane's wife? Like, I thought that shit was distasteful, and that's when it got a little messy for me. Fast forward again until <laughs> Monday. Charlamagne did the not infamous one-on-one interview with Gucci Man, and Gucci Man said he was gonna slap the shit out of Envy. He called Angelia pussy ass bitch, um, and he was bothered by that. He had a lot of smoke for DJ Envy. He had more smoke for Envy than I thought he was gonna have because he felt like you know y'all disrespected my wife. And that's real shit. You can't come at nobody's significant other. Like, that's fucked up. You don't do that. If if we in a beef with one another, that's that's our beef. Why would you go and pull up receipts about my boyfriend or my, you know, current dude messing with somebody like years ago? You know, I don't know. I just, I thought it was real pointless. And I, I felt Gucci on that shit. 
so then DJ Envy responded, um, <laughs> basically said, you know, I ain't never been touched, sis, and ain't nobody gonna touch me, and whoop de whoop, so, but the thing is, people were dragging Charlemagne on social media, saying how Charlemagne should have stood up for his co-workers, and he didn't stand up for ye. He didn't stand up for Envy. Let me tell you something. Charlemagne, and I, I peeped this. I peeped this when he put his book out. Um, I peeped him when he had that whole mental illness panel shit. Charlemagne is slowly and quietly, but surely... I don't want to say separating himself from the Breakfast Club because I really can't see Charlemagne completely leaving the Breakfast Club. However, I feel like Charlemagne is putting his position, putting himself in a position to, to like be the Breakfast Club. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like he he's setting himself up to kind of be the main host, the main star of the Breakfast Club, like Charlemagne featuring DJ Envy and Angela Yee, you know what I'm saying, and so when he did the Gucci interview, I don't, I don't blame him at all, people was like, he should have stood up for it, let me tell you something, a good interview is, a good interviewer is not about to insert their personal ass opinions and personal ass issues with the person they interviewing. For the sake of his interview, he let Gucci get whatever Gucci wanted off his chest. And in return, it was probably the best Gucci interview ever. Probably the best one. So I feel like, I don't think Charlemagne did nothing wrong. I feel like he was being a professional. It would have been very unprofessional and he would have showed himself as not being poised and ready to elevate to the next level if he would have got all in his feelings and, oh, nigga, don't be talking about Angela Yee like that. You know what I'm saying? Shit. He did what a good interviewer is supposed to do. Just imagine if it was Oprah ass sitting up there or Gail King sitting up there interviewing Gucci. They ain't finna get all in distress. They gonna let him get his shit off. So I commended Charlemagne, but it was pointed out earlier today that maybe Charlemagne and Angela not really fucking with each other. Angela was kind of, you know, retweeting some things on Twitter about um, Charlemagne not having loyalty to the team and all type of shit. Child, it's getting messy. Um, I want DJ Envy to stay his little ass over there in Paris with his family because I have no doubt that Gucci Mane gonna slap shit out of him. Like, even though we dealing with a reformed Gucci, a sober Gucci, um, I have no doubt. <laughs> so, DJ Envy ass better be on the lookout. As for Angela Yee, um, I mean, mama, you got caught in a lie. It, it it is what it is. You you know you you was better off sitting up there when Gucci said you weren't trying to come to my hotel room, Mama. You was better off just being like, child, I was, but that was years ago. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That was that was then. 
because he definitely pulled Angela Carr when he posted that old interview of them two and she talking about her pussy and Asian pussy this and this and that like you made yourself look like the liar in this one you really did and I ain't knocking Angela Yee because I really fuck with her but yeah Gucci just looking a little more credible than you right now um in this fight I would have just took that L Period. I wouldn't even went back and forth with Gucci ass. I would have been like, child, okay. And, yep. So what? I might have wanted to come back to your hotel. Or if you was going to deny it, if you knew you was going to deny it, then when he was going to do this press tour, y'all shouldn't have banned him. If y'all banned him. Charlemagne, Envy, and Angela Yee all say he was never banned. But, Shit, y'all should just let the man come up there. I don't know why it was denied. I don't know why he was denied entry to the damn breakfast club. Y'all should have just let him come up there and you just should have continued playing your role, period. But, child, you you never know what's way. I just, I don't know who's telling the truth. I'm leaning just more towards Gucci and I feel like, I think Angelo, when he pulled her card on air, that was a nigga move. That was kind of messy for Gucci to come out at her and be like, yeah, you went, you know, you was trying to come to my hotel room back in the day. I don't think he meant malicious intent. I think he was trying to like just play a little bit, but I could see as a woman how that should be super embarrassing. You know what I'm saying? Especially if it was like years ago, you ain't want nobody to know about that. Like, damn, my nigga. So I could see if she denied it for that reason, you know what I'm saying? I can understand that. But, child, it's just messy. And so, yeah, back on Charlemagne, though, people people dragging him. They just saying he not loyal. Um, and another thing that I found to be interesting was DJ Envy in his lengthy-ass post that he made on Instagram. He made it very clear to point out that um, when asked if he wanted to do an interview with Gucci Man, that he was not going to do it unless Angela Yee, his co-host, um, co-worker, felt comfortable because, you know, that was, that's called riding for the team or whatever like that. So I found that to be interesting that he made sure to put in a little piece in his statement that, yeah, my nigga, I ride for the team unlike... That's what I got from it anyway. I don't know. Maybe that's just my messy sense of going off and I'm just fishing for the mess. But then Plies posted this cute little tribute to Angela Yee about, you know, how beautiful she was. And she's a beautiful person and don't let nobody basically knock off her pivot. So I'm I'm kind of thinking Plies is Angela Yee mystery man and been her mystery man this whole time because... When Plies come to the, you know, the breakfast club, they be getting their little flirt on. And, you know, it's some chemistry between them. So, I wouldn't be mad at Plies and Angela Yee. Shit, Plies a cute little Florida nigga. Angela you know, she's a successful little woman or whatever. I can see it. But that's just what's been right on social media. This Gucci Mane feud is a lot. It's hilarious. 
even more hilarious in that interview was that they went damn near the whole interview talking all this positive shit. I told y'all last podcast, I love, love, love how Gucci big up his wife. But they're talking all this positive shit. And Gucci went to the very end to get that shit off his chest about the Breakfast Club. It was hilarious. Um, Other couple takeaways from that. Did y'all catch when Gucci said... Charlamagne asked Gucci about, you know, the guy that he murdered. And Gucci said, no, nah, I put him where he's supposed to be. He deserved to be in the ground. Bruh, my mouth about hit the damn flow. I don't know why my mouth hit the flow. Because if, if you've been a Gucci fan for as long as I've been a Gucci fan, and you know that nigga just don't really give a fuck. But I don't know, man. I, I don't think I ever really heard Gucci speak too much, speak like that in an interview about the time he had to kill the guy. I don't know. That interview had so many damn funny moments in it. That shit was, um, that shit was amazing. And kudos again to Charlemagne. Like, I love the interview. I think y'all need to let Charlemagne live. This my thing. And this, see, this is why a lot of y'all is not cut out to be creators and interviewers and have talk shows and shit because, see, y'all want to be too much in y'all damn feelings. Y'all don't know when to separate business and personal. Charlemagne might fuck with them, might fuck with him, might fuck with ye, but it's an opportunity for him to get this big-ass interview under his belt, establish himself as a good-ass interviewer. Not saying that he hasn't had good interviews in the past, but this probably the one with his with the most views. Like, people was really checking for this one. Um... That man is, he is on an elevation tour right now. He don't got time to be mixing business with the personal. So that's what y'all have to learn how to do. When y'all maneuvering in business, anything, you can work with somebody that you don't like or that you have strong personal feelings about. It is possible. And it's possible to do that shit well and with class. Like, shit, a lot of us can take a page out of the Gucci Mane book. I mean, I'm sorry, at the Charlemagne book of interviewing. I know I will. I can't wait to do my first interview because I really like how he conducted himself. But I don't know. Y'all got to let me know what y'all think. Who is in the wrong? Is Angela Yee in the wrong? Is DJ Envy in the wrong? Is Gucci Mane in the wrong? Or did all of them just play a part? I think they, I, I think they all played a part. I think Gucci was... You know, kind of, Gucci was wrong for bringing that shit up to Angela and, and saying, you know, yeah, you used to come to my, you used to be trying to come to my hotel. Angela was wrong for allegedly banning Gucci from the Breakfast Club. And DJ Envy was wrong for even letting that clip be played of, you know, Yo Gotti smashing Keisha K. Or back in the day. So they all played a role in it. Um, Ain't no conversation gonna be had between the three, but you know we we gonna we gonna uh, wish them the best and we gonna keep it right on moving. So probably the same day or the following day, Twitter. I'm telling y'all, my whole podcast is Twitter personified because everything on the timeline I'm bringing you to the podcast. So. Did y'all catch the tank lip service with Angela Yee ass? It's always her. She always in some shit. So tank ass went up to lip service, which is Angela Yee's show. It's her talk show or her podcast. I don't really know, but 
um went up there i didn't even get through the whole interview i'm gonna be honest i i stopped on the part everybody else stopped at so angela Yee once again her ass asked tank if a guy sucks dick twice does that make him gay and tank said no point blank period it just means that he tried sucking dick twice and maybe it was not for him he sucked it once and like i don't know sucked it again like okay i don't fuck with it that don't make a man gay oh my god try you would have thought this man killed some damn body the way that social media was carrying on they said they gonna cancel tank the situation was funny but one thing i will say is the homophobia jumped the fuck out. Boy, it is some real homophobic motherfuckers in this world. And see, when I say homophobic, I, I don't mean people who have differences in opinions. I mean the people who are genuinely, like, scared of gay people or have a hatred. People was saying... They is canceling Tank. They deleting his music. They not coming to this man's shows. What? Like, y'all didn't give R. Kelly that same treatment for fucking little girls. Come on, man. Stop. Stop playing with me. Please find y'all somebody to play with. Like, for real? R. Kelly married a whole child. R. Kelly pissed on a whole child. R. Kelly is abusing... <laughs> whole ass children and you motherfuckers were still stepping in the name of love but Tank said that if a man suck a little dick a time or two he don't classify that as gay and y'all is deleting this man music come on man this this shit has to stop (laughs) like for the record do I think Tank is gay no Mm mm-mm I don't think he's gay. I, I watched it. I saw what everybody else saw. I really don't think he's gay. Y'all can drag me. I don't give a fuck. Drag me like you drug him. Because, Lord, they was damn sure on the timeline saying he gay. He been gay. He on the low. All type of shit. And it's like, okay, for argument's sake, let's just say Tank is gay. That shit don't take away from the fact that he fine as fuck. And he could sing his ass off. So, if, if the man was gay, why the fuck is that such a cause for uproar? You motherfuckers gotta relax, nigga. I promise you won't catch the gay. I, I can promise you that. If a gay person walk past you on gang, you not gonna catch it. Relax. It's okay. It's okay to relax. Like... Yo, y'all was doing entirely too much. Um, I don't think Tank is gay. Not one bit. I actually think he's extremely, extremely comfortable with his sexuality for him to even come out and say that. And for the record, never did he ever one time say he personally sucked dick. See, that's what y'all got it misconstrued. And y'all purposefully mix that man words up and i've seen a whole bunch oh tank said he sucked dick no 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 that's not what he said and see that shit that y'all do right there with the flipping the words and 
making it good enough to your liking to get your fucking retweets and your likes and shit. That shit is dangerous. That's how rumors get started. That man never said that he sucked another man did. He said that he does not feel like that's gay if a man gives another man head a time or two and decides that men are not for him after he's tried it. That's what he said. So basically, Tank said, it's okay for men to experiment. And after they experiment, say, it's not for me and move on. Women do that shit all the time. Fucking threesomes. Or women, women don't even need a, a man in the room. Like, women is literally hooking up with other women every day. That shit is happening. Nobody is even blinking an eye to the shit. So, huh? Come on, man. Y'all got to stop this shit. Like, I don't agree with it. I don't agree. And I feel like black men are never allowed to really express themselves sexually. You know what I'm saying? Every little thing that a black man may do or may want to try, shit, they scared because a bitch gonna call them gay. I don't, it's a lot of shit that I don't feel is gay. Gay to me is the attraction to the same sex, dating the same sex, um, starting a family with the same sex. That's what I look at is as being gay. Don't come in my comments dragging me. I'm just letting y'all know how I feel. So when I see two girls hooking up. And then the girl go back to her boyfriend like nothing happened. I don't consider them to be gay women. They're experimenting. So why can't men experiment the same way? You know what I'm saying? Like, am I making sense? Like, I don't know. I think y'all just so caught up in like, oh, they, they trying to push this gay agenda. I don't think they're doing any of that. Like, I saw some real live heavily thought out um think pieces on social media and I'm like damn like y'all really putting that work in like on this shit y'all really thinking hard about this shit that man is not gay stop it stop it if y'all knew how many men did that shit like sucked a little dick here and there and then decided you know what I want a lady I'm good on niggas Y'all would be appalled, absolutely appalled. But why is it though? Let's just have a real grown ass conversation. Don't beat me down with your opinions. Don't come on here yelling with your long ass think pieces. But I, I genuinely want to know, why can women have sex with other women, kiss other women, hell, date other women, and then wake up tomorrow and decide, you know what, I don't, I don't want to date women no more. I'm back to men. And nobody will call them gay. Like, it is girls out here eating pussy with boyfriends. And their boyfriends is not present while they doing it. And nobody is calling them gay. But the second a man expresses interest or 
curiosity. Oh my God, he's gay. I don't get it. And I never have got it. You know what I'm saying? I, I never have. I never have and I never will. And I I don't get how people feel like Tank is trying to push some some gay agenda onto them. I don't know. It it was it was so many reactions on social media. I'm literally like thinking back on all of them and they really getting jumbled together, but I want to know what y'all think. Um, I, I commend him for being comfortable with his sexuality. That's all I got. Because <laughs> a lot of men wouldn't say that. A lot of men wouldn't look at it like that. And for the record, Tank's still finer in the bitch. I still take Tank down <laughs> in a heartbeat in a New York mini. And won't think twice about it. Tank is fine as hell. And that man can sing the damn house down. And he actually posted um, a video after the social media outrage, you know, on his page, just saying, like, listen, I don't have to defend my sexuality to y'all. I know I'm straight. You know what I'm saying? I know I'm comfortable in my sexuality. But he made a very good point. You know, homophobia is running rampant in the black community. It is. Bruh, let it go. You don't have to agree. And this is why I think heterosexual people kind of, I think what gets them in a tizzy is that they feel like they're being forced to agree. You don't have to agree. You can think the shit, you can think homosexuality is wrong you can think a bitch gonna burn in hell for but okay those are your thoughts cool you don't have to agree with it those are your thoughts but why do you have to be homophobic with it like why do you have to bash it why do you have to why you just like you gotta be a fucking ass about it like if you if you're straight, why do you even care what homosexuals are doing? What trans people are doing? What bi people are doing? Like it's Y'all care too much. Y'all care too much. I've seen a lot of people. Oh, here we go with the gay shit. Another black man on that gay shit. What? <laughs> y'all be y'all be so upset. Y'all gotta let that hurt go. I don't know who didn't love y'all enough or hug y'all enough to the point where y'all feel like y'all have to do all of that. But baby, we gotta let that hurt go. It's 2019, about to be 2020. If you still this injured about who somebody else is having sex with or potentially having sex with, you gonna be mad for a long, long ass time. You gonna stay injured. You gonna stay pissed off. We got to stop that shit, man. We got to do better as people. We got to do better as people. You don't have to, we don't have to agree with a person's lifestyle or what they're doing or how they're doing it. But goddamn, like, why do you need an opinion on the shit? Child, I don't know. That's just my little two cents. Shout out to Tank with his fine ass. Big fine ass. I will take him down in. Day and 
anyway, honey. Um, but anyway, y'all go ahead and follow us on the Cake Bitch Podcast. Let me know y'all ideas for episode 10. I wanted to be cute. You know, that's our first little milestone together or whatever. Y'all can catch me there. We can DM. We could talk about it. We could talk about this whole tank situation. Gucci Mane versus Breakfast Club. Child, we can just talk about some things. So y'all go ahead and follow us on the Cake Dish Podcast. And let's just get into some things. And until next Tuesday, um, I hope y'all have a great-ass weekend. And I'm going to talk to y'all girls later. Bye.